Pro Group Racing. Show us your tips. We are here with our full Melbourne Cup preview, uh, runner by runner analysis, and a few and all the ideas from the boys. Beaver, as always, is with me. How are you, mate? Very good, thanks, Daxter. How are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. Hot off the heels of a uh, a very good derby day for everyone. Yes. And joined by Barney Boy. So he's we've called in a spring specialist for our big day. Melbourne Cup specialist. Melbourne Cup specialist. He was a uh, all over Vow and Declare last year and uh, found a bit of, and uh, just missed with Prince of Aaron too. They were you two last year. And uh, so we've got him back for the big show. So we thought for this one, we'll run through runner by runner and give a bit of an opinion and then uh, a couple of ideas on how we're going to approach the big race. And of course, you can find all our tips live and free on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. You will find the full show at the link below as well. So get on board. We had a bit of luck this week. Uh, a bit of luck well, the whole way through, really. Yeah, perfect. But uh, let's get into this. Perfect track is the uh, the Spruik from Melbourne. Should play well. Uh, and let's have a look how Pretty we're going. excited by that, Dagster, because it's um, sometimes a bit rare that we're getting a, a decent track for Cup Day. Yeah, uh, Usually the heavens open up, but it is Melbourne, so let's not count our jingles. So uh, we will th- as we get through it, I'll throw in a couple of wet trackers for everyone. But um, the You'll cu- throw in everything in the I pool. do. That's how I've played the quaddy, you know, <laughs> just for a bit of value. All righty, so we kick off with Anthony Van Dyke, the top weight, Hugh Bowman, Aidan O'Brien, uh, the highest, I spruiked him up on the Caulfield Cup show, but the highest rated stayer to come out here in a very, very long time, uh, draws gate three of his uh, gate 24 run in the Caulfield Cup, arguably run of the race, formed through G- uh, the now-retired Gaitra as well as Stradivarius, how are you approaching this runner? Look, I think um, the run of Anthony Van Dyke in the Caulfield Cup was pretty impressive. Had to make a long sweeping run. Look, my reservations here, uh, drawn well, which is good, so should get a good run. My only reservations is never been over the 3,200, so it's going to have to run that. Um, and carrying 58.5, so it is weighted up to uh, a good horse's weight in a race like the Melbourne yep. Cup. So top weight hasn't won since Maccabi Diva. Back yep. in uh, 05. With so a similar weight, right? Exactly. So you're yep. going to have to be good as Maccabi Diva to win this. And Yeah, it's my one reservation at $8 whether I want to take that. What do you reckon, Barn? Yeah, no, 100% with you there, mate. But um, I think this field's probably a little bit softer than if, if you're going back to the Maccabi Diva race back when she did win it from the top weight. Um, I think, obviously, I think he's going to be a major player at the end of, at the end of it. He'll be there when the whips are cracking. Um, seemed to have plenty left at the end of uh, at the end of the cup there, and was motoring home very well. So I think it'd be a major player in this race. Yeah, yeah I think you, that could be right. But um, eight dollars. Yep. Um. Uh, it, it'll be in my top four for sure. Yeah. Um, when we get to that, definitely. At the end of the day, I think it's one of the world's best horses, and um, I thought there was a tremendous Melbourne Cup trial out of the Caulfield Cup. And but that form does stack up. It has, yes, that's right. Avilius, we know very well, has uh, been around for a few years in Australia now. Actually, was quite good, hidden run in Turnbull, uh, but for me, probably passed its best slightly, and uh, I'm happy to pass on. Needs a wet track, but if it does get one, there's a couple of wet trackers going to tail it up, in my opinion. Yeah, Eva? yeah nothing for me here, mate. $51, uh, you can have that on your, your own. Uh, yeah, I just don't think it's up to this race. Barney, yeah, exactly the same. I think it's just gone, uh, it's past its best now, and yeah, we can leave that one out, I think. Vow and Declare, last year's winner. Um, tremendous ride from Craig Williams to get up last year. I don't think it's been with us since, to be honest. 100%. Uh, 0-0-9, last three starts. Uh, not for me. Barney, yeah, Form's been very soft since last year's Melbourne Cup. Um, need to jump out of the ground to even get close, I think. 
Master of Reality was second across the line in last year's Cup, relegated on protest. Did finish within a length of Stradivarius in a slow race. Afterwards, uh, hasn't done a lot since, and I think it's missed its shot. Happy to go around. Yeah, look, uh, I've got a similar view to you. Recent form's been okay um, in Ireland. Uh, you know, it comes to this race, you would like to think uh, from the O'Brien stable, Joseph O'Brien it is, uh, with a chance, but only an outside chance for me. Uh, would have to do something unexpected here to probably be in the finish. Yeah, I think its form's actually probably a little bit better than what it was than what it was at this time last year. Um, I'd, I'd be looking at it maybe as an each-way play, but, yeah, I don't think it wins this race. Sir Dragonet, the Cox Plate winner, G-Boss Sticks. Uh, he's very enamoured with the horse. Won very convincingly on a... a uh, track with this sting out of it two weeks back. Uh, did start favourite in the Epsom Derby ahead of Anthony Van Dyke. Uh, I thought Van Dyke had a bit of a tougher run and gave it a beating. Uh, fresh legs, drier track, any interest? Yeah, I've got a bit of interest uh, in Sir Dragonette. I think there was a lot to like about its Cox, Cox Plate run. Um, and even though, as you said, um, Van Dyke beat it comfortably overseas... That doesn't mean they don't come here and run better Absolutely. under different conditions. Yep. No, 100%. Um, and its its first up run in the Cox Plate was really impressive. Um, it sat midfield. It hit the line well. It looked to still have plenty in hand. Um, if it ran a race like that in Crawford Cup, we'd be talking it up, and um, there's no reason that the Cox Plate form doesn't stack up in a race like this, given there's a few runners in here. So I think Sir Dragonet is a... Absolute live chance. Uh, Bossy does know how to ride in these races. Weighted well. Um, Van Dyke has to give it three kilos. Uh, again, probably my only reservations is if it runs the 3,200. Uh, but if it does, you're probably going to get a sight in the, when they hit the clock tower. Uh, 100% with um, Beaver on this one, to be honest. Uh, it's good, very good fresh form, first and second up. Um, it, it was super impressive in the Cox Plate, the way that it came home at the back end of that race, it, and it seemed to have plenty left in the legs. At, um, with you know, it's got a few hundred meters to to make up at the end of that race, but I can't rule it out of being there at the end of this race. Um, yeah, I agree. You're getting absolute A1 Glen Boss as well over the Melbourne Cup distance, so definitely in a mix. Nine dollars no. fifty, ten dollar mark. You'll get ten dollars a day. Yeah. Uh, six, uh, number six, Twilight Payment for Joseph O'Brien. Joe McNeil uh, has beaten Master Reality since, but um, given this is an eight-year-old gelding as well, I'm saying more. that's more of a drag on Master Reality than a spruik for Twilight in any way. Happy to... Uh, and since last year's Melbourne Cup, it's had two wins in two seconds, but um, happy to pen this as well. Yeah, yeah not for me, mate. Uh, got its frequent flyer points, and that's about <laughs> it, mate. Huh? Yeah, it's always run in and around that distance, so it should be, um, you know, should get the distance, but I don't know if it'll be quick enough at the end of the race. The Caulfield Cup winner, very elegant, arguably Australia's best mare. Uh, definitely even superior on a wet track if the uh, storm does roll through, um, which t- the form's right there with the Van Dyke, so if you like that, you've got to like the other. Anything to how you're rever- approaching this mare? Oh, look, I think Very Elegant is a superstar. I think this preparation, it's been outstanding. Look, its first up win was just, you had to see it to believe it. Yeah. The next run, 
Uh, it was a bit flat, but that's not unusual when they're setting him. Unlucky for, too. Yeah, a bit unlucky with the pace and everything else. And then the last two runs have been outstanding. Um, look, in the Caulfield Cup at one stage, Van Dyke looked like when it was winding up, I was going to go past it, but very elegant, still had a sprint. Yeah, the early, my early crow stopped it. So. Yeah, you had the early crow and then <laughs> that's unlucky, very I elegant know. Did, did, did ping. Um, yeah. And I think it was probably going just as good on the line as Anthony Van Dyke, to yeah. be honest. Um, again, this is another 800, but look, I, I couldn't rule very elegant out, actually. I think it's an absolute huge chance. Um, yeah, distance a question, as um, Beaver alluded to. Um, I'm not 100% sure it gets that distance, but if it's still got half of its normal kick left at the, the last couple of hundred metres, it should go close. Um, I, this comes up with everything. Uh, is there an opinion that over the query distance, probably, if you've got a query over a horse over the distance, it probably suits Europeans more than Australians? Is that... Or you, th- is it a case-by-case? Case? I think so, but if a lot will depend on the distance too on how genuine the, the tempo is. and yeah. the tempo is run. Like, we've seen horses in the past that don't look like they're going to be 3,200-metre horses, yeah. and they still yep. run well. You know, you look at horses like Saintly yeah. um, is a perfect example. Uh, Cox Plate, uh, that won't get the 3,200, but they've got to sit there, they've got a sweet run, and then it's able to let down and put down its its finishing. Sprint. I would say even was the last year before Avilius, um, same thing, and ran third in the in the race a couple. Of, no, not Avilius. I think of Hartnell. Hartnell. Hartnell a couple of years back was in the in the same sort of boat. So it does. But there's a couple. I of don't think the leap from twenty four to twenty eight to thirty two is as big as potentially say a mile to twenty four. Yeah, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's some horses like that that you know have done that like mm. that before, and you even you know even going back to Van Dyke and that. Uh, so Dragonette, if you look at horses that came here, like Media Puzzle, and even going back as far as that, um, they hadn't started over this distance before. Geelong yep. Cup yep. 2400 kills them, and, you know, happy days. Yep. Oh, it's always hard to line up the distance because there's not a lot of run, uh, races run over that distance, yeah. to be honest, unless yes. you're going overseas. Um, but I think a wet tracker generally alludes to the fact that they can run a further distance than someone who's been running shorter yep. distances over on dry tracks. So... Yeah, I can't rule very, very elegant out at all. For me, I think she's Australia's best hope. Uh, I know both of you probably disagree, and I think if it was a it no, was 100%. a wet track, I would have her on top. Um, Mr. G, I, we for Chris Lee's shadow of its former self. Do we need to add anything? Yeah, not interested at no. all. Stratum Albion. Just start now. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> It might be a chance in the uh, the Macca's run before it if it does. Yeah. Stratum Albion, uh, eight year old gelding hurdler. Willie Mullins is a very clever man, but if he wins this, I'll be losing on the race. Yeah. Anything further to add? No, he needs to start with Mustard. <laughs> Finch. I think Finch is flying this Dashing prep. Dashing Willoughby. Yeah, Dashing oh, Dashing Willoughby. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Put that in with the last two. Dashing <laughs> Willoughby uh, did run 18th in the Caulfield Cup, but mis- uh, stumbled at the start, which didn't obviously can't be any help. 18th. I'd run 18th in the Caulfield Cup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have people telling me this is a good horse, that you forgive that, and it should be better than 100 to 1. Um Led Melbourne, uh, led the Caulfield Cup up. I can't get excited off the run, despite probably the forgive there. Not for me, but either of you two want to chime in? No, not, nah, for, me. not for me, mate. I think, yeah, it's one over 3,200, a couple of starts back at, at Sandown. But, um, again, that form is very hard to line up. And when you've got other horses like uh, Sir Dragonette and Anthony Van Dyke in this race, then, yeah, looking elsewhere. Yep. The 11th Finch, I think it's flying this prep. I think it's going really well. It now gets uh, James McDonald. 
made a weird sort of mid-race move in the Caulfield Cup to just go and sit three wide, which I didn't quite understand. Got buffered a couple of times in a straight. For me, I won't be talking anyone out of Finch if they want to back it. Price dependent. Anything to add, boys? Um, what do you got? It looks to me it's played its cards over the last couple of races, mate. It looks yeah. a couple of hundred metres short to me. Um, last two runs it's had, it's been a couple of hundred metres short, and I expect it to be the same mate, on Tuesday. Yeah, for no. me, it's pretty similar. Uh, don't even know when the last time this horse won a race. So uh, yep. it seems to come up in everyone's discussions. It's for me, it's going to be uh, eighteen dollars, mate. It should be a bit more than that. Um, but I think Chris, get, yeah. Chris, Chris Waller is. is it is Chris Waller, which is the uh, question mark. And James McDonald, but uh, yeah, Finch won't be winning this. Prince of Aaron placed uh, was great in the last couple of years, Melbourne Cup. I think can run well here again. Was the best closer in the Caulfield Cup. I think it can do a Red Cadell and place again. I don't think it can win. Look, I think uh, Prince of Aaron is a is a really good chance. Um, if you look at again, if you want to look at the Caulfield Cup form, uh, closing fourth um, is always a good is a good lead up to a race like this. Has run well in a Melbourne Cup before, um, so that that's also a good pointer. Drawn the one gate, maybe that's a disadvantage. I don't think so, um, as long as it doesn't get too far back and stuck yep. on the fence. But, you know, there will be a lot of runners here that will be stopping. And as long as it can get out, it'll... You One thing's for sure, you know, it's going to run the distance. So it's probably not going to be a horse that's going backwards at the 400. It's probably going to be a horse that, at some stage, it's going to be coming into the race, whether Definitely. it's too far back and can make up that ground, who knows, and can let down uh, well enough. But... I certainly think that it would be a horse that you'd want to be throwing in your exotics and I certainly wouldn't talk anyone out of it if they wanted to back it a win. I've, it's been my top pick for the last two years. Um, its form's a little bit softer this year than what it has been in previous years, but I'm going to pin my flag to this mast again and I'll go again with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if it wins and I won't be leaving out of the top four, that's for sure. Yeah, very good. Uh, surprise baby, interesting talking point. So to it, this horse has apparently been put in this earth to win this race okay. on Tuesday, according to connections and everything else. Nice. Two runs in a year leaves me completely cold. I don't want to be involved, but it is a, a European prep. It was kept down in the weights. Craig Williams on, camp confident. I wanted to see more in the Turnbull run, to be interested. Um, it actually ran on pretty well, but not as explosively. I, As I talked about with... Young Werther, I'd like to see a proper prep for these sort of horses, but it would have been worked to the hilt. I'm sure it'd be ready to go. Leave me out. We've been having this debate for a while, haven't we, Jackie? <laughs> Surprise Baby is an absolute huge chance. Yep. Um, its preparation last time in was not overly that dissimilar um, to Melbourne Cup. Yeah. Um, again, we know, it, we know it'll run the distance. Uh, first up was very impressive. Probably should have won that race. Um, last pre- last start ninth. Um, don't don't worry too much about the nine uh, because it did get stopped in its tracks, didn't get a run, and then when it got out, it looked like a horse that wanted um, further mm. and, and still ran on okay. Yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. it was about to make its run, I think it would have finished a lot closer than ninth. And did uh, SP five dollars in that race? And and did SP five dollars? So last run. They obviously think that that was enough, um, and I'm willing to take my chances with Pruska 
and say that he knows what he's doing, uh, particularly with a stayer like this. So I think, you know, surprise baby, are pro- probably being a little bit fresher means that it can let down, have that sprint at the end, and it's not and it's not too dour. Look, the way that they train to win Melbourne Cups these days is different to what it has been in the yep. past with uh, kilometres under the belt. So for me, surprise baby, absolute chance, ten dollars, uh, probably be my main play. Yeah, you're right. The key, the key now seems to be, and it's the O'Brien, Aiden O'Brien theory that, um, well, there's one. One one either is you know want freshness in the legs, which you have to find that balance of a sprint and two miles. So and I, th- and I certainly think last it was a bit wet last year too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was yeah, hot here right now. And I think it. I don't think it soft, that's it, 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 soft five. Yeah, it was as, it was as long as it doesn't get too far back. Um, we're still fairly strong to the line at the end of last year without. Oh, without there's a school. Of, there's a complete school of thought. Last. The there's a complete school exactly. of thought that it was the best run the race, and it was pretty. A lot close of people telling me should have won the race. So yeah, yeah. And, um, um, yeah. It'll be like Penrith Panthers next year. Should have won last year and might not this year. Barney, how are you approaching Surprise Baby? Oh, it'll be in every one of my multiples that I'm going to put in. Um, yeah, it should be in and around the finish. I can't see it uh, falling too far back. It was uh, super strong at the end of last year's race and with fresh legs could be even stronger than what it was this time last year. The, the 14 King of Lear grants for Danny O'Brien, Damien Lane. Um I'm saying too heavily tied to the week-in, week-out Melbourne form, and though slightly better than most of the midweek, or not midweek, I should say regular Saturday Melbourne form, too tied to it for me to be entertained. Anything to add for you boys? Not for me. Hasn't hasn't produced the form that it produced last preparation, and for me, I'm happy to raise the bat. Barney? Yeah, the only thing, I might have a couple of dollars each way just because the time it ran in the Adelaide Cup this time last year was very similar to the winner of the Melbourne Cup at this time last year, so... It can run the time if it's at its best, but whether it is or not. When's the last the time? An, when's the last time an Adelaide Cup horses won the cup? Uh, I would suggest somewhere in the nineties. Probably never. But <laughs> no, I, I think <laughs> it has. I actually think it has happened, but I couldn't. Close, I couldn't so. tell you who it is. Uh, let's have a look here. Thirty-two hundred. Yeah. All right. Another interesting talking point. The other one will be Russian Camelot. Uh, currently around a thirteen-dollar mark. Drawn gate sixteen. We haven't really touched on the barrier draw too much. Um, but uh, Russian Camelot, drawn 16, Ollie Sticks, has been through all the uh, A-grade, started very short in a lot of them, started favourite, in fact, in all its races. This prep, now at the 3,200, has had, I guess, the classic prep, wait for age build-up into this. Is it good enough, Beaver? Oh, it's certainly good enough. Um, I just can't... Look, I've been disappointed the last two runs with Russian Camelot. The first two runs this prep have been good. Over uh, sort of those more shorter middle distance runs. The second behind Arcadia Queen. You know, people go, ah, slow run race. But Arcadia Queen come from behind it. So yeah. it didn't it didn't sprint like a horse that I wanted, would have thought it would have in a race like that at $1.50. Um, forgave it for the Cox Plate and said, okay, I'm willing to rule a line through it. I forgave it for the Cox Plate. Look, it had every chance. Had the best run in the race. I do want to say, Ollie's ride in the Cox Plate was absolutely outstanding. Just as Ollie's ride actually in Youngworth yesterday was absolutely outstanding, Ollie gave that every possible chance and was beaten by two better horses. Yep. And and for me, that's... I just didn't think... And yeah, people might say I looked dour and things like that, but a a horse that's going to win the Melbourne Cup still needs to have a a sprint at the end of the race. You know, they've got to hit that 300, 200 and be be hitting the line at in, in Flemington. Otherwise, a good stay is just going to beat you. And I just don't know that it's 
a thirty two hundred meter stayer um, with a sprint at yep. the end. Um, I think it might. I think it might be a more of a dynamic sixteen hundred. Yeah, we'll try it really. Barney, how are you approaching? Yeah, hundred percent, exactly the same with Beaver. To be honest, uh, great record, good horse. Um, I, the distance is my my problem. I I can't see it running thirty two hundred. So. Um, I I, I want to say this actually. I want to wrap uh, Danny O'Brien. I think Ollie's ridden it perfectly every start. I think O'Brien's trained to the minute. I just don't think it's as good as people think it is. Well, I think it's run to its absolute best every start, and it's obviously a good horse. I wish I owned it. I don't <laughs> think it's going to win the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday. Well, we're going. You know, we, we're talking about Russian Camelot because of a run it ran last preparation where it was absolute dynamite. And I'm just going to call in that. the SA Derby, which in the that SA doesn't Derby, count. right? So Dallas Sun and Warning. Who would you back over them in this race? Yeah, that's right. Well, Warning's in this race, and you can write your own ticket. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a great run, but it was last prep. Um, you know, in a and we just had a go at an Adelaide Cup uh, winner there. It's Adelaide um, Derby, which uh, yeah, I would suggest which lower, which, uh, it wasn't like I said, second place was Dallasan, who's barely a 400 metre horse. Yeah, and it can beat up rubbish horses. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, not without some ability, Dallasan, but, there, you know, it's not wouldn't be, wouldn't be a price in this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've just got a bit of a question mark over that. First two runs in were pretty good, but last two just when it was in class wasn't good enough for me. I think... Um, I think we've covered that pretty well. Steel Prince, a Geelong Cup winner. Uh, Willie Pike for Anthony Friedman. Beat home Ashran in the Geelong Cup. Ashran will beat home on Tuesday. That's all I can add to that. I think you're probably right in regards to that. Uh, it was okay in the Geelong Cup. It was good, but uh, I don't want to touch anything from that race. So Me either, and $34, I think. Um, if you like it, have a few bucks, but yeah, not for me. 100%, exactly the same as you two. Um, it seems tough enough, but I don't know if it... Yeah, I don't think it gets close in this race. Yeah, uh, the chosen one, Steakhouse and Murray Baker was tremendous in the Caulfield Cup. Um, had a couple of tick over one runs before the cup in, be- in between its first up win. I think what you see is what you get. It ran third to Very Elegant and Anthony Van Dyke, and the form's okay. And that's probably the distance that those two will beat it by on Tuesday. Yep, hundred percent. Not for me, uh, honest horse, and that's about it. Ash Run is on the quick backup again. It won the Hotham yesterday to get a ticket in here. Declan Bakes on board from the outside gate. Slowly run race yesterday, which means it will have something in the tank. I Do I want to back a European horse three runs in 10 days to win a Melbourne Cup? No. I think uh, good on having a ticket, but that'll do me. Anything to add? Nah, same. Um, again, I thought it was running the Geelong Cup wasn't bad, but that I... Was good. I, I ex- they were hoping to win that race, and they didn't, and they had to start it because they brought it here to for get the Melbourne a Cup. in the race. Yeah, yeah, get a exactly. in the, race. The, the trainer said as much in the uh, pre-race interview um, yeah. Yeah. after that one. Uh, ran a second in the Kergalay over 3,000 metres in a decent time, but on that short backup, I, can't, I, I don't see it being able to back up three days, four days later. With Gate 24. With Gate 24 and Declan Bate, which all due respect to the, to the kid, but... Um, It'll be the day if he wins tomorrow. It's the ride of his life. Yep. Warning, uh, Luke Carey, Anthony Freeman, the four-year-old tick, which I've talked about um, heading into this lightly race, going well, but coming through Russian Camelot form, fifty to one is the right price. Yeah, it's always one of those horses that looks like it's going to produce something and just you know runs midfield and finishes off okay, and probably do the same again here. I'll be surprised if it finishes closer to the front than it does at the back. <laughs> 
Uh, Etta James, 200 to 1, uh, did win the Sydney Cup on a bog last time. I'm saying if it's any chance it needs a bog, and if it's a bog, very early, it'll kick its head in. <laughs> Anything else to add there? Barney, you want to make case, I believe, actually. Oh, just um, same with the, the Adelaide Cup winner that I mentioned before. It's time that it ran in the Sandown Cup was very similar to the Melbourne Cup time that was run last year. Um, I'll have a dollar each way just because of the price that it's at. Um, yeah. I don't expect it to win, but if it can run a place at 15s or 20s, then I'll take that. Tiger Moth, this is an interesting one. First up, uh, fits the profile of Rekindling, cross-counter, Northern Hemisphere three-year-old into this. Again, this is a horse-like surprise baby. It's been set at probably this is its goal in life to win this race. Mm-hmm. O'Brien, McAvoy, last, uh, Gate 23's won the last two Melbourne Cups. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. L- lightly raced. This is a complete conundrum. I think it's the right price. I will be backing it. Interesting discussion when you're putting Tiger Moth, who's had the two runs against Surprise Baby. Are you backing the might of uh, Aidan O'Brien to do the same thing as Paulie Pushka, or, or are you backing the little battler? So, very interesting horse. Um, when we get our tips, it'll be hype in mind. But how are you, Barney, how are you approaching this horse? Oh, well, once again, it's, it's never gone close to the distance. I think 25 is the furthest that it's run over, um, which is, you have to question, obviously, in a Melbourne Cup. But it's a it's a very good international horse with a great record, and um, international horses seem to turn up in the Melbourne Cup no matter what. So I'll be, yeah, it'll definitely be in my numbers. I only start against the older horses. It did win by four. Uh, ease down was the uh, other comment I had to make there. Beaver. Yeah, super interested in this horse. Um, look, Sunday had four race starts ever, yeah. And Aidan O'Brien has and knows what it takes to win a Melbourne Cup. And interestingly, this is one of his picks to bring here. Yep. Um, so that for me is an absolute, really good um, indication that this he thinks this horse is up to a race like like this. It's weighted to perfection. It looks to be a horse in the mould um, of rekindled. Um, the fact that it hasn't started over the distance doesn't actually really bother me um, in that sense because I think it, it looks like it's a horse that uh, will definitely run the distance, as you yeah. said, last start, uh, one, one before, ease down, uh, kick their brains in overseas. Look, it's got everything in its favour. It's even starting from the barrier of the last two Melbourne <laughs> Cup yeah. winners. Yeah. Um, Kieran McAvoy, uh, we know how good Kieran is in a race like this, 52 and a I half. in his veins, Kieran. Two Everests, two Melbourne Cups, three Melbourne, two Melbourne Cups. Yeah. Aidan O'Brien, this this horse will be fit and ready to go. It'll certainly be uh, one of my top selections, and I'll be having a look at this on the day as well. Ocean X uh, found a bit of form last start, won its way in through the winter. Do we need to talk about it? Nope. No interest. Miami Bound, like the race four-year-old down in the weights. The mayor, I thought it was the win of the day two weeks back at Mooney Valley. It was tremendous, and um, I like the booking of Daniel Moore, and I will have a small bet. You're probably getting 60s on Betfair during the day, and I'll be having something there. But beyond that, I don't have much more to add. You boys? Exactly with you, mate. As you said, down in the weights, um, each way bet a certainty on the day. No, thanks. Okay. No. And Persan, one of yours, Beaver, uh, again, the four-year-old rep. Uh, less lightly raced, probably the uh, standard bearer for Australian consistency in the staying ranks. Yep. Uh, Mickey D, no problem with his booking. Again, similar to Miami, you get a big price worth a little ticket and might be the vow and declare of this year. Uh, ultimately, would I back it tomorrow ahead of some of the big guns? Maybe not. 
Well, actually, like I said, small bet, but won't be a big result for me. You boys, any dad? Yeah, probably similar to you, Daggy. Look, I probably would have had a bigger rap on Persani if it drawn a better barrier. Mm. My real concern with 20 is I think it's a horse that needs a cosy run. It needs to be nursed. I would have liked to see it drawn probably one of the inside six He's gates. very much... He's not as... He can't go back to last and win a Melbourne Cup. No. He can stalk and sit behind lead and... So, to finish, but yeah. so you're going to have to take the risk that D sills him up, comes use across. He's going to have to use a little bit early to probably try and get in in the top six, sit yeah. in there, and then look. We know it's we know Passan's got a big heart, and yep. we know it at some stage if it can get a little bit of a cosy run, um, it will probably you know produce something at the, at the, at the somewhere in the straight to look like it's going to be in the race, and whether it can run 3200. It's similar to some of those other horses. Yeah, for me, I think, um, yeah, it's worth a play, but it needs a bit, uh, just needs that luck in running. Mm-hmm. It's one of those horses in this race that needs a lot of luck in running. Yeah, can't disagree at all. Uh, young down in the weights, very good record, but I think it's tested in this grade. Um, and, yeah, distance is a query, but it's worth an each-way ticket. All right, let's wrap up. Uh, Beaver, you can kick off. Uh, how are you going to play the race? And maybe give us a, an exotic for the punters that they can have their 10 bucks on and... Look, on Cup Day, yeah, for me, uh, my snu- my selection on top is Surprise Baby. I am going to go Surprise Baby. I backed it last year. Um, there's no reason if I backed it last year that I want to back it this year. So certainly Surprise Baby on top for me. Um, I will be playing on Tiger Moth. I think Tiger Moth um, is a huge chance, uh, number twenty one. So they'll be my two main plays. Um, and then if I'm looking at some other chances. Obviously, very elegant. I do think it's a, it's a major player, and I uh, I think Anthony Van Dyke is, is certainly a good chance. And if I was having something um, on something that's a, a bit left of field outside of that, um, probably go for something like uh, Passan and Steel Prince as my sort of uh, wider options if I was throwing something into the first four. Fantastic. Barn, how are you approaching the uh, race that stops the nation? Yeah, as I said, I've um, I pinned my flag to Prince of Iran for the last two years and I'll be doing it again. That'll be my top pick in this race. I've got Anthony Van Dyke in as my second pick. They'll be my two major bets on the day. Um, going back to Tiger Moth as my third pick and Sir Dragonet um, in, in and around at the end of the race. I'm going to probably have an each-way bet on um, King of Leah Grant's uh, and uh, Ashman on the backup, who knows, might run out of the ground, but they'd be my two each way plays. For me, on top, Anthony Van Dyke, been with it all the way through from Tiger Moth, the lightly raced one that fits the profile like, like that has set the standard the last four years. Very elegant, best of the Australians, and my best roughie at around the 60s mark will be Miami Bound. And um, that sums up our thoughts on the melbourne cup so stay tuned check out our youtube page pro group racing and we'll have the full recap of the rest of the card as well as the randwick meeting coming up shortly